1: Welcome to Saturday Story Circle, always on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Mark Time Showtime, a showcase series from Decoder Theatre celebrating scripts originally written for live performance by Great Northern Audio in conjunction with the annual awards ceremony for the Mark Time and Ogle Awards, Earth's premier science fiction, fantasy, and horror audio drama awards. We are pleased and proud to give this collection of science fiction and fantasy satire fresh productions here on our stage and hope you will enjoy, with our compliments, your VIP pass to Mark Time Showtime! This week, Peter Galaxy Interstellar Envoy.
0: Peter Galaxy, you are nothing but a fool. I have escaped you once again.
3: Maybe, maybe not, Pirate Queen. Lashing yourself to the tail of that comet might not have been your best plan. Prepare to let her go,
1: Doctor. Oh, quite right, quite right, Peter. I believe it's this button here. Firing.
0: You haven't heard the last of me, Peter Galaxy,
1: Well, we may not have heard the last of her, but that comet won't return to this end of the Milky Way for approximately 347 years. That ought to keep the neighborhood quiet for a while.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Simon, Peter Galaxy, you have repaired our ship's generators and freed us from the heartless clutches of the evil pirate queen. Oh, can we ever repay
3: you? There's no need. We ask only that you tell your home planet of the brave, infinite universe out there that awaits us all. And when your people are ready, let them join the United Galactic Council in its mission of peace, commerce, and unity.
1: Join us next week for another exciting episode of Peter Galaxy Interstellar Envoy, starring Tom Clark as Peter Galaxy, with Stephen St. Stephen as Dr. Simon.
3: You know, Stephen, I've been an actor in Hollywood for, oh, I don't know, close to 65 years. And, you know, there's one question I've never asked anybody.
1: And what might that be, Thomas?
3: You're gonna laugh.
1: Oh, I'd never do that. You're gonna make light. Not me. Probably shouldn't even mention it. Oh, shush up and tell me. What's my
3: motivation? That's the question I've never asked. Never stood up in front of a director or a producer or an agent or anybody else and asked... What's my motivation? Uh, never did it.
1: Not one of my favorites, either.
3: So, um, I'm asking it right now. Here I am, 77 years
1: old, and I want to know, right now, I want to know, what's my motivation? Your, your motivation? You, you want to know your motivation?
3: Yes. Yes, I think I deserve that much.
1: Quite simple, really. Oh, yeah? Gas? Gas?
3: Gas is my motivation?
1: It's every man's motivation. When you get to be our age, it's all we have left. And perhaps in a gastro-philosophical way, it will suffice. Oh, by the way, gin... Oh, for gosh sakes, how did you do that? Well, there it is. Run a diamond, seven through ten, and three threes. That's not three threes. One of those is a six. Oh, no, I do not believe so. That's
3: three threes. Which part of that six don't you understand?
1: Ah, of course! That could be construed as a six. But in this case, sixes are wild. Sixes are... uh, I can't believe... Since when? Well, when did we first start playing gin? Um, Probably 1951, 52... Well, then, it must have been around 1954 that we first instituted the use of wild cards in gin rummy. I believe we designated aces, twos, and sixes. That's a nine. No, no, it's not. It's a six. You're just seeing it upside down. That's a damn
3: nine, and you know it. Hey,
4: Mikey. Mikey. Which one of you is from the colorful generation? Uh, that'd
1: be me. I'm afraid I'm a member of the thirsty generation myself. Got to freshen up this drink. Why do you ask?
4: We're playing Trivial Pursuit, the online edition, and I got stuck with a radio TV golden age question.
1: Oh, bummer. Whom are you playing? Steph. Steph? S- Stephanie, my darling niece. Well, uh, wonderful. Well, where is she? I wasn't aware that she'd popped over. Like I said, we're playing online. She's at home. I suppose if that doesn't seem awfully social, it certainly sounds quite uh, hygienic. Feeling a little uh,
3: technologically impaired
1: there, are we, Stephen?
3: What's the question, Mikey? It's about Peter Galaxy Interstellar Envoy. Right down your alley, Tom. You know, that reminds me of something that happened the other day. Is this a senile moment? Hard to tell. I'd say roll with it. It must have been Tuesday, maybe Wednesday. I was walking out of the mini-mart down on Rodeo Drive. Fine establishment. Shush up. And this woman who was walking in stops, stops right in her tracks, right there in the doorway, right in front of me, looks me right in the eye and says, Peter Galaxy... Let us reach out to worlds beyond the furthest stars.
1: Oh, a real groupie, was she? Were you really
3: Peter Galaxy, Grandpa? Of course I was. But I'll tell you what really got to me about this woman. She she must have been 105 years old, and looking at me with goggly eyes scared the hell out of me.
1: She was most likely one of the pirate women from the planet gall or whatever they called planets back in those days.
3: Well, she did have that. You fool Peter Galaxy cackle
1: about her, that's for sure. Always liked those Pirate Women episodes. Why was it that I was the one that always got captured? Just lucky, I guess. Just lucky for you that your groupie didn't recognize you for your true original identity. <laughs> that of. Oh, Ketchup Boy! Ketchup Boy! Ketchup
4: Boy? Grandpa was Ketchup Boy? Official mascot of Bel Air Fine Foods from 1934 to 39. Oh, rub it in. He was a marvelous little urchin. (laughs) This is great. That's the answer. Who was Peter Galaxy before he was Peter Galaxy? Catch a boy! Was Peter Galaxy any good?
1: Wasn't a bad show at all. Got us both established in the business, and here we are today. Met your grandmother on that show. Production assistant.
3: God, she was an angel. Come on, let's go inside and see if your computer has any dirt on the checkered career of Stephen St.
1: Stephen. (laughs) Catch up, boy.
3: (laughs) Be careful.
1: Good. Now that he's gone, I can find the real six.
5: Doctor Simon, I presume. Pardon me? Are you not Doctor Simon?
1: Well, although not a physician, I've played a number of them on TV and radio. Perhaps you're familiar with my work. Hospital days, LAPD ER special unit CSI, and of course I am the official voice of elder care skin maintenance products. Perhaps... Are you
2: not Dr. Simon, loyal sidekick of Peter Galaxy, interstellar envoy who travels throughout the universe saving worlds and spreading justice?
1: Oh, goody, my own groupies. And wait till Tommy finds out mine are better dressed than his.
5: Please properly identify yourself.
1: I think that should be uh, my question.
5: Apologies. I'm you, and this is me.
1: I'm me, and this is you. What? Could you say that again, please?
5: Repeating... I'm you. This is me. Excuse me? I'm me. This is you. I'm just not
1: getting... Please
5: stick with us on this one. I'm you, and this is me. We have adopted familiar English language nomenclatures for easy identification. Repeating, I'm you. This is me. We're from the planet Zabar. Lead us to Peter Galaxy.
1: Those aren't names. Those are pronouns. You can't name yourself pronouns. Yes, we can. No, you can't. We can't do. Cannot. We just did. Well, it's not good form.
5: Please explain.
1: One can't just call oneself you or me because everyone is you or me depending on what side of the conversation they're on. Understand? Look, I'm me sometimes, and I'm you sometimes, depending... I'm me, that's you, your Dr. Simon. That's quite clear. Oh, I get it. You guys are from those sci-fi conventions that'll go to any lengths. Quite remarkable. And I love your costumes. What a wonderful nose. That's not my nose. Dreadfully sorry.
5: Lead us to Peter Galaxy. All
1: right, all right. Have it your way. I'll play along. Uh, uh, Never, never. I will not divulge Peter Galaxy's whereabouts. I am too much of a loyal comrade at arms, and he is too important to the universe to run afoul of you space vermin. (laughs) Pretty good, huh? His loyalty to
5: Peter Galaxy is commendable. He must be further interrogated.
1: I agree. Interrogated? Oh, for Pete's sake. What are you talking about? This is ridiculous. I've had enough. Go back to your nitwitty convention and leave me alone.
5: Three, two, return...
0: Okay, what's the big idea, Mike? I can't believe you. That was really, really, really low. Did you know that? What? Who do you think you are, anyway? What? One minute we're playing a nice game of, of, I don't know, whatever we're playing, and next minute, blammo, my screen goes blank. What? Don't go all coy on me, Gollum Breath. What'd you do with my laptop? Steph, I
4: didn't
3: do anything. Says
0: you. Yes, yeah, says me. Then who did it? Did what? You know what?
3: Hey, Steph, how are you doing? What's going uh, How'd you get over here so quick? Flew on her broom, probably.
0: I drove like any normal person.
3: You have a license?
0: Of course. I'm sixteen and two weeks old. And I just came by long enough to kill your pathetic, orc-faced, worm-tongued, stinky, hairy-footed grandson.
3: You don't sound too uh, happy.
0: Gerbil Brain here did something to crash my computer. Thick mark. Did too!
3: Wait, wait, wait. Calm down now. What happened? Uh, did your screen go blank? yes. About 15, 20 minutes ago? Yes. Well, so did Mikey's. It just went... ZOOP!
0: See? See what? Why didn't you say anything? Because I didn't do anything!
3: Well, come on inside, you two. I think, uh, Mikey's computer is trying to refoot. Boot! Grandpa Boot! It's trying to reboot!
4: Why would anything ever want to refoot?
0: What's it doing?
3: Nothing. Things locked up tighter than a drum. Wait, wait, wait. Something's coming up on the screen. Where... where are my glasses?
0: It's an instant message. To Peter Galaxy, communique from the planet Zabar.
4: We have captured Dr. Simon. We'll be in contact shortly.
3: Weird. Do not alert authorities. Well, what the heck does that mean?
0: Who's Dr. Simon?
3: Stephen. Your uncle Stephen used to play Dr. Simon on the radio, but... That was 50 years ago. Wait a minute. Grandpa,
4: you played Peter Galaxy. I wonder if there's a connection. Let's ask him.
3: He's out on the porch, isn't he?
0: Where is he? Uncle Steven? Uncle Steven!
3: Hey, Stevie, look. You can come out now. I I forgive you for trying to use that stupid uh, nine-is-really-a-six trick. Something's wrong. Very wrong... What's that? That glass isn't empty. Steven would never go anywhere without polishing off his drink. Is that yours? No, it's probably yours. I hope it's not mine. I don't have one. (laughs) It might be mine. Let me check.
0: No, I think it's mine. Hello?
3: No, that's mine. Hello? Now that's mine. Hello?
5: Peter, Galaxy...
3: Yes, what can I... uh...
2: Peter Galaxy, we have Dr. Simon. If you and your crew ever hope to see him again... Wait, wait
3: now, wait a minute. I'm not really Peter Galaxy. My name's Tom Clark. I'm an actor. I I used to play Peter Galaxy on the radio years ago.
5: You must come to the aid of planet Zabar.
3: Planet Zabar? I, I'm not familiar with... Is that anywhere near San Clemente? Or...
2: If you do not come to the aid of planet Zabar, a horrible fate awaits, Dr. Simon. Evans, did you hear that?
4: Yeah, this is like a interstellar
3: ransom conference call. Are you one of those sci-fi fans?
5: Peter, Galaxy, you are the only one who can save us. You are the only one who can save the Doctor... You are the only one who can save the universe. Please convene the United Galactic Council.
0: The Galactic Council? What are they talking
2: about?
3: Probably a charity.
2: Do as you are instructed, or a horrible fate awaits the Doctor.
3: Horrible fate? Oh dear.
0: Hey Mikey, are you thinking what I'm thinking?
4: Yeah. Hey Grandpa, on the old radio show, did anything ever really horrible ever really happen to Dr. Simon? What do you mean?
0: He means, was there ever an episode where Dr. Simon actually really got creamed? I mean, you know, blown in half or something. Oh,
3: no, of course not. He fixed generators and gizmos, and then every other episode or so, a space vixen stole his memory. How lame.
0: Hey, Planet Zabar, what horrible fate awaits Dr. Simon?
2: Stay tuned for this week's exciting conclusion.
0: That's no answer what horrible fate.
5: Tune in next time.
4: You guys don't know, do you?
5: Yes, we do. Do not. Do too. Do not!
4: You don't even know what a horrible fate is.
5: Yes, we do. It's horrible, and it's a fate.
0: You guys don't know, because Peter Galaxy and Dr. Simon always got out of whatever predicaments they were in, so you wouldn't know what might happen, because it never did happen, because it never could happen, so you guys don't even know what you're talking about.
2: Yeah! Our craniums ache. Suck them up.
0: Uh, where
3: where are we? What is this? Whoa! I think this is a real spaceship.
0: Amazing! They're aliens! Oh, they really are real aliens, and they're so cute! Oh, you're so furry!
2: Please don't touch the suit! It's rented! What's this for? Please don't touch that dial! It will recalibrate the... Oh, dear.
5: Who turned out the lights?
2: It wasn't me, it was him. I didn't do anything!
5: Now, everybody keep their hands to themselves. Where's
0: Steven! Where is my uncle?
2: Dr. Simon is not working with unexpected parameters, nor has he offered us membership in the Galactic Council.
3: Would you guys stop it with the Peter Galaxy stuff? It was just a silly science fiction story, a, a radio program.
5: We received your broadcasts in good faith. Our planet was dying. We needed help. We decided to come here. Only Peter Galaxy can save us.
3: Well, there is no Peter Galaxy.
0: Is this not the correct address? Is this not Earth? Yeah. Yes, it's Earth. Keep your shorts on.
2: Please, define shorts. Psst,
0: Psst. Tom. Tom. Psst, Tom. Over here.
3: Oh, excuse me. Stephen, is that you? Are you? Oh no. What have they done?
1: I- I'm not sure. But it feels like I'm sitting in pudding. Pudding. What flavor? We mean what flavor? I don't know what flavor. Look, look, Tom, you've got to act like Peter Galaxy. You think so? Yes, yes, I know so. They think we're from the old radio show. I've got to be Dr. Simon. You have to be Peter Galaxy. That's the only thing they understand. You've got to take over this scene.
3: Steven, you you know I'm no scene-stealer. That, That's not the
1: kind of actor I am. I... I pride myself on being a giving and... Tom, you've got to jump all over this baby. My, my life might depend on it. And the way things sound, life as we know it might depend on it.
3: Oh, my. Okay, I'll... I'll give it a try. Now then, <coughs> you... <coughs> I guess I better sound a little more uh, authoritarian. <coughs> Now then, you Zabarians, I'm Peter Galaxy, interstellar envoy, diplomat to the stars. Good, good. Keep it up. What is the meaning of all this?
5: Peter Galaxy, it is good that we finally meet. You must save us all.
3: You look younger on radio. Who are you, people?
5: I'm you. This is me.
3: Don't let them start that again. I'm not doing anything until you release my good friend and comrade-in-arms, Dr. Simon.
2: He will be released in due time. First, Peter Galaxy, you must help us.
3: Help you do what? What are you talking... Oh, sorry. Before Peter Galaxy can help you, you must tell me, how did you discover me?
5: We listened to all your broadcasts. You were very brave. And Dr. Simon was very resourceful, although he seemed very susceptible to feminine wiles.
3: Some things never change. Look who's talking.
5: We sent many urgent messages seeking your help, but to no avail. Finally, we had no choice but to take the long, perilous journey to Earth and seek you out. Uh, now,
1: wait a minute. We, we were on the radio between uh, 1948 and 50. That's more than 54 years ago. When, when did you leave your planet? On Tuesday. Your
2: signal always arrived on Tuesday. Hey, radio signals can only travel at the speed of light.
4: If they left their planet right after they heard the show in, say, 1949, then half that time would be the radio waves going out.
0: I get it. Then if they were traveling at the speed of light or close to it, it would have taken them at least 26 to 27 light years to get back here. We left on Tuesday.
2: Tuesday lasts a long time on planet Zabar.
3: And you haven't heard any broadcasts from anywhere since you left? That is correct. We
2: were in hyperspace. The only signals you can receive in hyperspace are game shows and reruns from the planet
3: Murdoch. Yakko. Well, why did you come all this way? What can I possibly do? What What are you looking for?
5: A new place to live. Well, uh, L.A.
1: is certainly the land of opportunity. I'm sure there's some equal opportunity housing around here somewhere. Uh, How many of you are there? There are 300 billion of us on the way. Oh, heavens. Good Lord. How, How do we solve this one, Peter
3: Galaxy? Beats me, but... Let's at least get them to get us back home. We will, of course, do everything we can for you, but in order to take your case before the Galactic Council, I must have my homing device and Rolodex.
5: Very well. Six to return.
1: Thank goodness.
3: Nobody touched my drink. Um, hey kids, why don't you take our friends into the living room for a little entertainment while we try to figure this out.
5: Will we get to listen to the Shadow and Lights Out? Uh,
3: no, those aren't on anymore. It's going to have to be daytime TV.
0: What do you want us to show them?
3: Uh, How about a few old reruns like uh, Gilligan's Island or Brady Bunch? Uh, That might be a good transition before they get exposed to something like uh, HBO. Okay. And no Shopping Network or Fox News. They're probably depressed enough already.
2: Okay, okay. Culture. I love culture.
1: Well, Tom, what are we going to do? Who who do we know who can help out on this type of thing? I I hate to say it, but perhaps we should call an authority or something. Uh, The FBI? INS? Homeland Security? Well, Stephen, these little guys aren't terrorists. They're more like um, tourists. We need somebody in the biz. Uh, Solly Steinitz. Well, That's a fine choice, but unfortunately he's been dead for a number of years. Well, How
3: about that um, Vegas shady guy, Johnny uh, Del Rio, who used to hang out around CBS? I believe he's in uh, prison. Uh, what
1: about the uh, lawyer that handled your divorce? In prison as well. Uh, maybe we should go up the ladder. Uh, the, the UN? Uh, the President? Ah, come on. Get real.
2: Excuse me, but there are only 56 channels and there's nothing on.
3: Yeah, we uh, know. Uh, how about, um, uh, there's a DVD player sitting on top of the TV. Have uh, the kids uh, shown you that Dwarfian Trilogy thing? The uh, Special Collectors Extended 4-Disc Edition.
5: Thank you. Do you have any popcorn?
3: Oh, for the love of... Mikey! Break out the popcorn, the good stuff. The
1: good stuff? Yeah, the good stuff. Here's the key to the cabinet. Okay, okay. Uh, back to work. Uh, who's higher than the president? Spielberg. Spielberg. You got your cell phone? Oh, right here. Call logs and uh,
3: browser memory? Of course. Speed dial? As we speak. Give me that. Hello. Stevie? Stevie. Sweetheart. Baby, this is uh, Tom Clark. Tom Clark. Yes, great to hear your voice. How you been? Oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. Couldn't be better. Ah, kids are fine too. Um, Look, I've got a little, uh... Would I like to hear a joke? Ah, come on, Stevie, I've uh, really got something important here. Uh, uh, okay, okay, sure, a knock-knock joke, sure, uh, fine. Who's there?
1: Oh, give me the phone. Stevie! Stevie! Stephen St. Stephen here. Yes, of of course. I'll be over for the looping next week. Look, Stevie, we've got 300 billion aliens on the way over here and no place to put them. Any ideas? Oh, huh? Okay. Right. Awfully kind. Thanks, Stevie. He says they should all show up next Tuesday at uh, Central Casting. Apparently he's got some little epic he's working on. He, He says he can get them all green cards. Tremendous. Problem solved. Well, let's go tell him.
5: Peter Galaxy, have you found a home for my people?
3: Yeah, I, I think I have if you guys don't mind a bunch of bit parts. Uh, Spielberg has a big postmodern dystopian fable lined up and What would be our motivation? Uh gosh, I uh, I don't I haven't seen the script, but I I imagine it's, uh, you know, uh, you have your bad guys and your you're good guys and a pile of special effects while well, it's it's work you know you can't start at the top uh, this is a tough town
5: that is a very generous offer but we must decline thank you
3: what what do you mean you must decline
2: we have received a better offer a better offer
5: We have concluded that the simple pleasures and toils of a pre-industrial agrarian culture will be more to our liking than the multinational, cyber-dependent, service-oriented quagmire of industrial feudalism that your society is careening toward at the present.
1: I see your point. B-
3: Basically, but
1: I- we have chosen
3: cute over technological prowess. What are you talking about?
2: We are going to Middle Earth. Cool!
0: Oh, that's awesome! Don't you just love Legolas?
2: A stud muffin, I tell you me.
5: Thank you. Goodbye, Doctor Simon. Farewell, Peter Galaxy.
3: Well, that uh, kind of broke up the day. What now? I say we freshen our drinks and get back to the cards. Oh, all right. But, uh, this time, I'm dealing.
0: So, Peter Galaxy, now that Dr. Simon has been rendered unconscious, I can carry out my nefarious plans for you.
3: Your feminine wiles won't work on me, Pirate Queen.
0: Don't be so sure, Peter Galaxy. You don't know everything about the ways of my planet. What if I do this?
3: Whoa, Dr. Simon didn't mention that. Whoa, not that one either.
0: How about this one?
3: (laughs) Oh, whoa, whoa. Oh, my, I I think I found my motivation. woo Join us next time for the Father Adventures of Peter Galaxy,
2: Interstellar and Mark Time Showtime, Episode 1, Peter Galaxy, Interstellar Envoy, was written by Brian Price and Jerry Stearns, directed by Greg Taylor, and featured the dulcet tones of Michael Booth, Caitlin McGee, Christopher Mott, Andrea Lyons, Ryan Zero, and Greg Taylor. Join us next time for more adventure and laughs on Mark Time Showtime.